Yeah, yeah. Welcome back to another juicy episode of Water Hockey brought to you by the Hockey Podcast Network and proudly supported by DraftKings. As always, use promo code THPN on the DraftKings app to get in on all the action today and make darn sure to share Water Hockey with all your friends, your family. Make damn sure. Make damn sure. Uh, you know, take, take back, back Sunday, Sunday. Yeah. And give it to your enemies. I don't care. Maybe those enemies will become friends. Uh, let them know that we're on Facebook, we're on Twitter, and we're on Instagram. We're also on LinkedIn. We've got one YouTube video, possibly more. As always, it's Fink, joined by Jason and Patrick. Howdy. We just got to catch up, guys. Patrick, I can't go out of order because we got a lot to talk about. Stars are back. Americans are on their way back. Uh, we're recording Can't this wait. always, as always, on Tuesday night. Just got done watching the stars uh, do what uh, they couldn't do last season. Tuesday night. It's usually Tuesday night when we record. Next week we might have some shenanigans. We may have some shenanigans, a toss up, if you will. Well, it'll be like a a, a compliment, uh, whatever that may or may not mean. Uh, but first and foremost, let's catch up. Patrick, you uh, went on a little road trip this weekend. We had a last minute trip. I was golfing Saturday late morning, early afternoon, and we were not going to go to Norman. And at 1.30 Saturday afternoon, we decided we are going to go to Norman. So called it quits after nine. We just played Duck Creek, which if you're from the area, you know that is a shit course. That's not Twenty minutes, man. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, uh, you know, no real loss there. Not playing the, the last nine. I think we left the course at 1.45, went home, took a shower, got packed. By the time we were out the door, it was 2.30. Wow, fantastic work. It's impressive. Yeah, I know. And great game. We had some great weather up in Norman. Got an OU win. Bless you. And Thank you. Uh, yeah, it was a lot of fun. Got a little drunk. And by a little, I mean a lot on Saturday night after the game. Hit up Campus Corner. Uh, took me back, took me back a little bit. Hit up New you, York Pizza at midnight, and took you back which is and way then, earlier than it used then, to be. Then you lost it all. Yeah, it was uh, passed out on the couch with my jeans on. It was <laughs> one of those nights. Those are good. Yeah. Those are good nights. It was a lot of fun though. And uh, were drive. you were you able to make it in time to uh, see the crowd go nuts over the announcement that Spencer Rattler would in fact not be starting at quarterback on Saturday oh, for the man. Sooners? I was not because we we're running late as it was. We hit traffic, so we got there about 13 minutes left in the first, right after kickoff. But we did hear it from outside of the stadium, and it was very loud. That's always good news. And this is not. Uh, an OU Sooners football podcast, but we're we a lot better with Caleb Williams. I'm hyped. Well, I'm hyped. Well, that's not the only college action that we got this weekend, but we'll dive into that in just a second. Jason, how was your weekend, man? Weekend was pretty cool. I uh, saw my brother-in-law get remarried, if you will. Not remarried. Oh, that's they right. They celebrated their one-year anniversary. This is a follow-up from last week. It is. Congratulations. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Thank hey, thank stick you. taps uh, and snaps all around. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, it was his uh, one-year anniversary, so we celebrated that. Uh, but yeah, I had a good time with the fam bam and took a couple naps. Uh, I love watched naps. some hockey, played some I love hockey. hockey. I, love I scored hockey. our only goal uh, Friday night for the pylons and did not get the pylon for it. So if there's any pylons listening to this episode, we got to talk about this. That goes for it's little not pylons. About the best stats, though. Yeah, you're right. right. It's, it's not, what it's but... it's what it's what you bring to the locker room. I know. I know. Jason is a locker room guy. So, uh, big pylons. Yeah. Us little pylons are looking up to you. Going, WTF, mate. WTF. Uh, yeah, little pylons suffered a defeat as well. And uh, but that's that's all we'll say about that. We uh, we actually we suffered a loss to my former team. Oh, the uh, Chiefs. So a little bit of drive. Yeah, the yeah team Hanson. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. The good old-fashioned like, uh, Hanson boys. That's that's a, that's a real kick in the knockers, bud. We hate to hear yeah. that for you, uh, but minor setbacks make for major comebacks. Uh, Dude, unless we continue to truer uh, words have never been spoken. Words of wisdom, yeah. yeah. Thank you, thank you. Unless we continue to lose on both teams, and then we'll be golfing soon. Uh, but at that point, it might be too cold out to golf. Unless there was some kind of way 
possibly to have a golf course brought directly to you in the comfort of your own home, backyard, large indoor facility, anywhere where you can fit a big blow up area. But it's almost as if I don't know who to ask, Patrick. If you have a big enough house, then props to you. Let me tell you, the range is the place that you are looking for. And if you want this feeling, this is an actual clip. Not from the range. <laughs> I don't know. It could be. Hey, this it could, could be, be from the range. <laughs> Do you want that feeling? Oh, yes! Yes! <laughs> Do you want the feeling of an eagle out of the bunker? Not at Waterview, but maybe at uh, St. Andrews. Ooh. Then you can do that with the ring. Which, by the way, Waterview is off of St. No, I guess St. Andrews is. Never mind. Sorry. That's Rally, the softball geography. course. Yeah, that's where or the softball park is. Fields are. <laughs> softball course. <laughs> it crosses St. Andrews. Yeah, Waterview crosses St. Andrews. So. But yeah. regardless, if you want that feeling of your first eagle with the GoPro strapped to your head, hit up the range. <laughs> They'll drive to your house business abode whatever you want they'll set everything up tear everything down they have the trackman technology that allows you to play over 100 courses it's a lot of fun you can see all your stats you if you don't want to play courses you can play capture the flag with your buddies you can do a long drive competition and they provide everything they provide balls clubs tees the setup itself i know you don't have trackman at your house no i don't well maybe you do i don't know no Definitely don't. But if you're like Jason, myself, and Fink, and you don't because we're not made of money, then go to therangegolf.com, check them out. That's where you can see their rates, their bookings, their availability, FAQs, full course list. It's I would highly recommend it. And at the range underscore golf on Instagram for T-Box Tuesdays. So if you need more golf content in your life, there's another outlet for you. All of that is a long way to say, let them bring the range to you. Mm. Oh, and don't forget about... <laughs> One more time. <laughs> oh, man. I was going to say, that don't, feeling forget, don't forget about the smash factor. Smash, smash, factor. smash factor. I forgot smash. about it. I know, we were excited <laughs> for that drop. Uh, that sounds like a, a great little weekend for you both. I was down in College Station, uh, had an absolutely insanely fun weekend with some uh, pretty close friends. Uh, got to to almost, I was a mere text message away uh, from strapping on the pads and being an e-bug goalie for the Texas A&M alumni game. Did, did Brandon Saturday still not show? Uh, I don't, I think he might have. I don't know if we, I know he was on the list. I haven't okay. met the guy. I've seen him walk around the Richardson rink with a an A&M bag, and, and I need to talk to him because I'm sure they know a couple of like mutual people. Uh, but an amazing weekend. Uh, obviously, if, you, uh, if you're if you listening to this and have been to College Station, we did all the the norms, the Fuego, Northgate, Dixie Chicken, Bottle Cap Alley. Uh, nice. Yeah, Jesus it was Christ. We did it all. It's I mean, it was weekend. it was a very – and it was all compressed in one day. But I will say this before we jump into uh, the next topic. Watched Texas A&M take on ETBU, and let me tell you guys, college hockey in Texas is, it's close to being super recognizable on a bigger scale. We actually have a guest lined up here in the next couple of weeks uh, who works with the Allen Americans, uh, Jacob Rubito. Uh, He actually set up the Americans College Classic Tournament, which we might have touched on last week, uh, bringing four North Texas schools together to compete throughout the American season before Americans games uh, at the credit union of Texas arena in Allen. And uh, yeah, so the, the game itself between the Aggies and the Tigers was, was phenomenal. I mean, p- punches flew uh, there. There the Acha TCHA does not allow fighting, uh, but there was definitely some fisticuffs on Saturday night at the spirit nice. ice, uh, ice rink. Uh, so keep an eye out. Uh, you know, we always preach about, minor league hockey and, and supporting your local minor league hockey team. But uh, on, on a different level, if you've got a college close to you, uh, you know, we got a lot of people in SMU, uh, got a lot of listeners in Dallas. we got a lot of listeners in Fort Worth. Check out TCU. Uh, DBU is another option for people in the Irving Dallas area. Uh, there's a ton of options around DFW and the state of Texas. So 
uh, look into it. See the next game. You know, it's a super cheap ticket. Right before we lead into this next subnet, I have one more thing. Want to want to let everyone know that the Allen American season starts this weekend uh, on October 23rd, Saturday night. Puck drop at 7.05 against the Wichita Thunder. And one of our friends that you may know and love and have heard on the show before, uh, with Texas Hockey Apparel, will now be officially part of the Allen American shop. So make sure when you're at that Allen Americans game on Saturday, they, they play the next day on Sunday at, I believe, 2 p.m., uh, grab you some Texas Hockey Apparel uh, gear. They've got it on sale now at the Allen Event Center shop. Sorry, Credit Union of Texas shop. Uh, and, and make sure to stock up because now you don't have to wait for shipping. Uh, and speaking of the Allen Americans, I want to introduce you guys into a new segment. Uh, I think we've dubbed it the presidential address. Uh, that being said, I was able to sit down with the president of the Allen Americans, Mike Waddell, and I think we're going to be doing this pretty often uh, to let you guys know in the Dallas-Fort Worth area and Allen area uh, what you can expect at Allen Americans games moving forward uh, as a fan. Because obviously you guys are excited, you're ready to see hockey, but there are a ton of upgrades that have been done to the Credit Union of Texas arena uh, that will be a part of the entire experience. So going to kick it over to him and we'll be right back. Next up, we are joined by a very special guest. We're going to be start rolling out a brand new segment for you guys, joined weekly by the president of the ECHL affiliate of the Seattle Kraken, the Allen Americans. Next up, we've got the president himself, Mike Woodell, and he's going to be joining us every week to kind of give you guys a little bit more of an insight, not just what's going on on the ice, but what's going on off the ice and what you as the Americans fans can expect to experience when you show up to these Allen Americans games. Uh, first and foremost, Mike, thank you so much for taking the time. How's it going? Jeff, it's going great. Uh, it seems like only uh, a moment ago we were uh, concluding the 2020-21 COVID season. And now here we go with the uh, start of season 13, as we're calling it here with the Americans uh, professional hockey team and Allen. And can't wait to get started on Saturday night against our friends from Wichita. Yeah, like you said, you've got the uh, the the team from Wichita coming to town. The tickets are on sale now. And normally we'd be directing people to the website, allenamericans.com, to find those tickets, which if you haven't, go snag them because I know they're running out fast. And if you haven't snagged them, if you need a further reason other than fantastic hockey here in North Texas for a fantastic price, you guys have an official Allen Americans app. What's what's going on with that? I, outside of the NHL, I don't know if I've heard of any other minor league teams really diving into having an app on their phone. Well, we're very blessed, Jeff, to partner with Q Audio out of Nashville, Tennessee, and they uh, made hay a few years ago when they were doing things with Virginia Tech and the National Predators and uh, you name it. They, they have great partnerships in the NFL, the NBA, NHL, and now the ECHL. We're the first ECHL team to adopt the Q Audio platform from top to bottom. And what that means is our, our friends there, Ira Akers and his staff at Q Audio, have built an app for us that will encompass the best of of our website, allenamericans.com, but also every other at-your-fingertips type of endeavor that you could engage with the Americans. That means our Dash Auction platform, 50-50 uh, uh, raffle inside the arena. We also have, and this is pretty exciting, the, the light show that will go on before the game and at different points during the game. We're going to have uh, the same thing that you would see at a Super Bowl or an NBA Finals or an NHL game right here in Allen. And that, that really is going to be a great pairing with what you see that uh, the city of Allen has invested back into the now Credit Union of Texas Event Center here for this year. Brand new video boards, brand new LED ribbon board, brand new sound system, and yes, brand new LED lights. So if for some reason the power goes out, it won't take 20 minutes for the lights to heat up again. <laughs> this building is 12 years old and it was in dire need of a refreshment with the technology and thankful that uh, the, the city of Allen has uh, invested back in the building. But these lights will be able to do a lot of cool things. And that includes syncing up with your phone to make you part of the engagement, part of the big open that we'll have when the guys take the ice around 7.02 every time we have a uh, 7.05 uh, puck drop. And it's going to be a lot of fun. It's really easy. You just go onto the Google Store, the Apple uh, App Store, and you download the Allen Americans app. You push uh, 
download, it comes onto your phone. Then down there, I believe it's on the right, it says Light Show, and it takes you through the entire thing. A great tutorial, and it'll, it'll be fun. We, we are working with a new production company this year, Wicked Apple Productions, and uh, they are putting together a great uh, open video for us, and we've gotten some inspiration from our captains, Spencer Asichuk and Chad Costello. So you'll just have to uh, come over to the arena and check it out this coming weekend. It ought to be a lot of fun. Yeah, I know you guys have posted on social media. If you don't, check out Allen Americans. They're on all, so all social media platforms. A couple of teasers of the red rink, uh, which looks absolutely splendid. I know that's a, uh, you know, if you haven't been to an Allen American games, uh, game before, uh, one, what have you been doing? It's, it's the, the best ticket in town for hockey in North Texas. And yes, there is another professional franchise in North Texas, but and, and we love them. We, we care for them. But as far as the money goes, it's free parking. You've got restaurants all around. Uh, you guys have competitive, you know, alcoholic beverage prices for the adults that are listening uh, and and uh, soda prices for the kids. But as you said, October 23rd, that's going to be Saturday night. Puck drop at 7.05. Warm-up start at 7.02. What would you say is your Actually, warm-up start at 6.30. 6.30, you're right. 6 uh, the team takes the the ice at 7.02. So, right. Well, I don't, I don't know if Marty would like it. We only gave him uh, 180 seconds to get ready for the, uh, the Thunder on Saturday night. But I get what you mean. Well, let me ask you this before before we cut this one off. I do want to make sure what has been your favorite part in this offseason as far as the, the upgrades in the rink and what are you most excited to see the fans see for the first time? Their own seats. Uh, last year was not a lot of fun. Uh, I'll be uh, one to tell you, we've done a lot of fan engagement events. Uh, we do it year round uh, with the Allen Americans. We're excited about our Red Lamp Foundation. We've been out at Oktoberfest in Addison. We've been at the uh, Dia de los Muertos uh, Festival this past weekend over in uh, McKinney. We've been to uh, Frisco to Freedom Fest. We're out and about talking to fans all the time. And and they aren't uh, shy in telling us that it wasn't a lot of fun to come to games last year because of the restricted seating and all the, the challenges that we had. Now, we're still under some ECHL protocols, and that will limit what we can do directly between fans and our players and you know that's just something we have to work through and that's what everybody in the echl and the nhl and the ahl and everywhere else is dealing with right now but we do that to be safe and we don't want to lose games because last year it was it was tough and we want to make sure that we keep everything going strong and just being able to see the fans come in to the credit union of texas event center and to be able to see their own seats to be able to engage with one another and that, that's going to be a lot of fun on Saturday and Sunday this week, and then also Saturday and Sunday the uh, next weekend as well. So the next two weekends, it's Allen Americans Hockey on Saturday night and Sunday afternoon. Well, I can't preach it enough. You guys are skating out a fantastic product. Uh, I think we're, we're going to go ahead. I'm, I'm going to be a little uh, uh, facetious here and say that we can start calling this the presidential address. We'll have the presidential address once a week with Mike Waddell of the Allen Americans uh, I know that I will be there, and I really hope to see all of the uh, Allen Americans fans out and about at the Credit Union of Texas Event Center in Allen, Texas, uh, this Saturday and Sunday, October 23rd and 24th, as the Allen Americans take on the Wichita Thunder. Mike, thank you so much for joining us, and we can't wait to see you at the rink. Thanks a lot, Jeff. What's up, Water Hockey fans? If you're an NFL fan, you hungry for a big win this week? DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, has you covered. New customers can bet just $5 on any NFL team to win their game, and if they do, you win $200 in free bets. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. That's a famous Vegas phrase if you've never been. It's that simple. If Sportsbook isn't available in your state yet, DraftKings won't leave you empty-handed. Everyone can play for huge cash prizes all season long with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Sports Contests. DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposits. It's super easy. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now, use promo code THPN, bet just $5 on any NFL team to win their game and win $200 in free bets. If they win, you win with promo code THPN. This week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. $5 deposit minimum and $1 wager required, one per customer. 
Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. And now back to the show. Mike, thanks for being here, dude. Yeah, thanks again to Mike Waddell, uh, president of the Allen Americans. Like I said, you'll be hearing more of him uh, within the coming weeks. And you might be seeing more of water hockey around the Credit Union of Texas arena. Boys, Dallas Stars hockey is officially back and underway. And let's be honest, the most expected style ever. And that's an overtime. How we how are we feeling? Like we said leading into this episode, uh, Alexander Radulov just won in a shootout for the Dallas Stars, defeating the Pittsburgh Penguins, uh, getting two points. Backhand. Nasty backhand. It's it was, what he it does was, always. It was beautiful. That's two overtime games in the span of four games. Also, what the hell, NHL? You're putting our boys on the road for four games consecutive in six days in four different cities. That's one twentieth like, of the season, man. It's just like so far. I mean, after last season's debacle and and the travel and the, just the the back to back to back, it just it's like the stars can't catch a break. But we're only four games in. How did you guys feel after that first game when the stars eventually won an overtime thanks to Miro the hero? I felt like we were in for another overtime letdown i have serious ptsd from last year because it seemed like we could do nothing right whatsoever mm-hmm. at least we kind of got some speed out there with miro i don't quite it's it seems like ages ago now that was last thursday so i don't quite remember who started out overtime but it's promising we didn't lose that's we something right lose. yep that's something so far, uh, you know, the surprises have been Roddick Foxta, who going into tonight's game against the Pittsburgh Penguins was was leading the team in points. Uh, and and after tonight's game, the uh, your Dallas Stars leading, leading goal scorer uh, is, is uh, a guy by the name of Chicken and Raffles, is what I'm going to start calling him. <laughs> okay, Ruffles. I was going to figure out what, what the nickname was, was going to be for him, and I, and I enjoy that one. Thank you, thank you. I, I feel like uh, that is a name that will. Uh, his name is Michael Raffle. For those that are asking, he's Michael the first Falafel. Austrian falafel Raffle. He's the first Austrian Ooh. to ever play for the Dallas Stars in their history, uh, which is a cool fun fact. But yeah, so Michael Raffle is your leading goal scorer. Braden Holtby, as it stands, looks like a solid number one starter. He's been great. Yep, that save that he made. In Thursday night's game, mm-hmm. I like I said, it was ages ago. So I'm not sure who took the shot, but all, they had all that matters is he robbed highway yeah, robbery. Razor damn near busted a nut watching yeah, that save on air. Yeah, I'd put it was on. incredible, and I know we were. I think I texted you guys. I texted my cousin, who's a big Stars fan up in Colorado. Holy shit. Like, what the fuck just happened? That was a phenomenal save. It was nuts. Uh, uh, he was taken out of that game. He uh, he got popped in the helmet by the butt of one of the Stars' sticks. Uh, but then later it was announced by the media that it, it was dehydration. Uh, so, you know, we can now, I think, safely say that it was, in fact, that. He played phenomenally tonight. Uh, he looked poised in between the pipes. Um, you know, listening to Josh Bogart and Razor, they, they made a comment that he just looks unflappable and he doesn't look like the kind of guy that gets bothered. You know, you know, like that douchebag up in St. Louis that, you know, do I look nervous? Brayden Holtby legitimately doesn't look nervous and it shows with the guys that are in front of him. But yeah, it's it's it's, it's exciting because we're finally getting meaningful hockey again. It'll be interesting to see how how Dobby assumes that backup role again. Uh, and meanwhile, down in the AHL, Jake Ottinger just had two stellar back to back games. I think making seventy four out of seventy two uh, or seventy two out of seventy four saves, something along those lines. So there is a it slew. Might, it might have been seventy four of seventy five. Okay, it's Oof. a there's a slew of talent 
in the goaltending position. And, you know, it's way too early to speculate. But if the Stars are still in the playoff hunt come trade deadline, it's hard not to look at one of the goaltenders as a trade piece. And, I, and I'm saying this as I'm saying Dobby and then bringing Ottinger up into that backup role for Holtby, assuming Ottinger continues to play lights out. Uh, and hope be the same. So, but you were talking about your cousin up in uh, Colorado. They also have an ongoing issue that we are having here as Dallas fans. And as you all know, Friday, October 22nd, is the home opener for the Dallas Stars uh, as they face the LA Kings. And you're probably wondering, how can I watch that game? Uh, well, we had one of our, our loyal followers reach out to us and say, you know, hey, if you guys could, like, let, let the people know. So it looks like as it stands, ESPN Plus and Hulu, it doesn't look like the regular ESPN channel is going to have it. You'll need ESPN Plus. And then for Hulu, it looks like you need to have Hulu with obviously Hulu Live, Live. Um, which is like 60 bucks extra or so on top of Hulu. Or you can sail the seven seas and take your chances with me. And ponder the booty. And ponder the booty. I'm, I'm sure that you can assume exactly what we're saying. And we don't promote it. But we love a good, we love a good drop. So however you are able to find it, my one request, and I don't know if you guys are a part, are a part of a lot of Star's message boards, stop asking. Every single game, how always, to watch the game. It's always the same, dude. The answer is always the same. And if you don't know and you want to know, we're not going to throw it out there publicly. I, I just, I but just, send us a message. Yeah. Shoot us and a I've DM tried. on no, Twitter. No. Shoot us a DM on Twitter. I used it earlier. Mm-hmm. Hit us As up on I Instagram. Just watched it. You know, yeah. used it right before this episode. I, mean, I was watching. Be- I was watching two phenomenal games. I was watching the Dallas Stars defeat the Pittsburgh Penguins. I was also surprisingly watching the Washington Capitals defeat the Colorado Avalanche. Nice. See? So I, nice. you can watch multiple games if you're a sicko like us. No blackouts. No, no blackouts. blackouts. You can drink from home much. and away. Or French. Parlez-vous French fry where it's applicable. Nice. But. Nice. It's it's on every message board, on every star's Facebook page, and people just scroll like two posts down, and there will be a thread with sixty five different options that will probably work just fine. But there's one in particular that works better than every other one. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that's... I mean, you can you can take your chances with the Bally Sports app, which I did on Thursday with. Um, I have my buddy's login that he let me borrow. No, the game not. started at six, according to the broadcast, and ended at eight thirty, according to the broadcast. Now, what time did the game actually start? Six forty. Give or Super late. Yeah, it was pretty late. It started at six forty, and I think at eight thirty we were, what, barely starting the third period, maybe. Did I get to finish watching the game on the Bally Sports app? No, I didn't because they cut it off mm-hmm. because for some reason they don't have a channel. They just have dedicated time frames for the game. And once the game was over, I was like, oh, Stars Live post game. That's like the next logical programming slot. I'll just go to that and I'll finish watching the game. Wrong. Well, no. Yep, you're wrong. That was just commercial break in progress and that stupid fucking music (laughs) over and over and over and over again. And it makes me want to blow my brains out. Cool. God, that's dark. It is dark. But you know what? I hope Sinclair knows what they're doing. Worth it. Because that's how I feel about it. Yeah. Like we've got some uh, we've got some some friends that are within the uh, the realm of that and and. There are really no updates on it. All I know is that it's unfortunate that Stars fans, Avs fans, really any any hockey fan that is struggling to watch their team play right now uh, without shelling out bukus of money or essentially selling their left testicle and assuming their right one still works, their firstborn, uh, to watch a hockey game. 
but it's not but it's not even just that's the problem it's not even just the stars and i know there's ongoing conversations and all of that jazz make the people but part it's of the not, conversation mm-hmm. it's not just the stars it's the mavs it's the rangers it's if you're down in san antonio it's the spurs and also probably the mavs it's I'm trying to figure out how to put this delicately it doesn't seem like there is any sort of concern for the fans whatsoever that my friends was an impromptu sassy synopsis with patrick you want to get me going just bring up sinclair broadcasting (laughs) because well makes me so goddamn mad on the bright side of things a topic that we discussed months ago espn and tnt Outside of the shots on goal with ESPN, which they can change, mm-hmm. and I, I am almost I'm positive sure they, they will. will, have been 100% stellar. I think TNT for opening night pulled in some of the biggest numbers that they've ever seen for a hockey game, a regular season hockey game outside of like the Winter Classic, obviously. Uh, so there are definitely things for hockey fans and Stars fans to be excited about. Yes, it's on ESPN Plus on Friday, the home opener for the Dallas Stars. But it's also on ESPN Plus, which I don't think I thought I would ever say in my time as a Stars fan. So the Stars have quite a few national exposure games coming up this season. However, one thing to be cognizant of, I do have an ESPN Plus login, and I tried to watch the game on Thursday, which was also being broadcast on Sinclair, and it was blacked out. So you may need right. Nord VPN. Mm. Got to get a VPN for it. Sponsorship. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe yeah. that'll be our next sponsor. That'll be the next big one. But download some sort of VPN to your browser of choice. I hope it's not Internet Explorer at this point. That's just yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, Nord no, VPN. Nord VPN. Like, shout, us, shout us out. Let's talk about this. <laughs> they sponsor everybody else. Why not? Yeah. Speaking of sponsors, I want to bring up one of our fantastic sponsors, uh, and that is the boys over at Sauce Toss. You've heard us talk about it for a couple of weeks now. I've been playing it here and there, absolutely loving it. It's essentially cornhole for hockey players, a.k.a. hashtag bags for beauties. Uh, It's got the one-point and three-point setup with the synthetic ice mat, and you just play off of that, sauce it on each side. I believe it's even the same dimensions as cornhole as far as the length away from each other, about 21 feet. 21. I'll probably get, yeah, it's something like that. I don't really play a lot of cornhole. But, uh, yeah, check out saucetoss.com and use code WADAHockey to get 10% off your order today, uh, which is a nice little chunk of change. And go ahead and get that uh, discount code going because Christmas is right around the corner. And I'm just going to keep this bag rolling, baby, because Santa Claus had a brand new bag last year, and I think it's time for your hockey fan in your life to get a brand new bag as well. Jason, tell me a little bit more about their brand new bag before they even know about it. Ooh, their brand new bag. Oh, absolutely. Because uh, you're definitely going to want to replace that old bag that you had last year, really? uh, and you're going to want to replace it with something that's new, improved and you're going to want to get that from the link in our bio from the wonderful people at conway and banks they make those yes for those of you guys who did not know that um they make premium quality bags that are built to last they include removable organizers to keep all your uh your hockey toys organized if you will uh and they keep everything dry uh from all those waterproof with all those waterproof materials and those giant vents on the side of it uh, my personal favorite feature is the built-in foot mat that keeps my feet comfy and dry from those nasty, wet locker rooms. Uh, they come in three different sizes and colors, so you'll be sure to find one that you love. Uh, get 15% off using the code WHATAHOCKEY15 and get your gear to the rink in style. Style, 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 style. So jumping back into the Stars <laughs> talk, uh, another big... Uh, Another big gaper of a hole in the last three games has been defenseman John Klingberg. Uh, There's quite a bit of talk going on around John Klingberg. One, uh, because he took a very, very awkward hit high up top, knee bent back. It was just a – it looked nasty from the start. No penalty. No penalty. On an elbow elbow to the face, which uh, 
you nice know. Nice pile drive to the face. Uh, but yeah, he skated off the ice immediately after that hit in the first period against the the season opener uh, at Madison Square Garden. He would make his way back onto the ice and then ultimately take the rest of the night off. He has not been on the ice since. He has not skated since or played in a game since. Or he's probably skated in practice, but he has not played in a game since. And, uh, yeah, reason for concern. I know we were all talking about on the group chat how frustrating it was to watch the power play on Sunday night uh, against the Ottawa Senators and how absolutely impossible of a time they were having just getting the puck in the zone on power plays. Uh, For those that are listening, power plays mean you have one more guy than the other team. But the way that the Stars were skating on Sunday night in Ottawa – made it seem as if it was the other way around. So the reason we bring up Klingberg is not only has he not skated in the last three games, he wants a contract extension. He is in a contract year. This is not a story that people have not heard about. Uh, But it has been leaked that he is looking for somewhere around the same contract as Miro Heiskanen, eight years, eight million. Jason, kicking it over to you first, my friend. Thoughts on that? Man, if you want that, you're really going to have to put up some numbers. Uh, I was just reading right now. He wants eight for 60. That's a no for me, dog, right now. Step up and make it make it your I mean, but then what's going to happen after he gets that contract? Is he just going to put it in Cadillac and just cruise all the way through the rest of that eight-year contract? No, Try man. Try not to get hurt. Yes. It's just it's going to be really frustrating to, to kind of be in that position. Uh, you know, because yeah, yeah, sure, he's gonna play out, play lights out, maybe this season and get it, and then like prove that he's worth it if you know we kind of make a decent run and he's pretty significant in that. And then of course we're all gonna be high on it and we're gonna be like, oh hell yeah, sign that motherfucker. And then mm-hmm. two years we're just gonna be like, hey, why did we sign him for eight years? Why do we have or uh, six years? What is it? Yeah, six years. Or no, eight years. Sorry, eight, we're gonna yeah, be yeah. having him for another six years and be like, uh, what are we gonna do now? It's, it's give, give him the uh, yeah. the Bobby Bonilla treatment. Oh God, well, that be that might be a, a better deal. Defer yeah. that contract, get some cap space, For forty years or some shit like that. Oh, man. <laughs> As an aside, Christian Yelich has a similar contract. He's going to get paid through like twenty forty five. Right, That's brilliant, 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 um, and paid in Bitcoin at that. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> That's possible fake news, guys. Sorry. But yeah, uh, it's just it, for me, it's baffling because that's a lot of money to tie up in two defensemen. And and mind you, you've also got Esselandell at five point eight until twenty five twenty six. Yeah. You have Ryan Suter at three point six until twenty five twenty six. You also have Roddick Foxa at three point two until twenty five twenty six. Jamie Ben at 9.5 until 25-26. So you look at the contracts that are coming possibly off the books in the next year. Michael Chicken and Raffles, he's only signed to a one-year deal. Joe Pavelski at 7. Alexander Radulov at 6.2. Blake Como at a million. Braden Holtby at 2. The money is, is just, the money has to make sense from the star side. Because there are going to be some pretty big holes to fill. And not to mention, Jason Robertson, our sweet baby boy who's been injured for the entire season, he's also a restricted free agent at the end of this season. So that's another contract you have to address. And does he get a bridge contract or does he go off and get mm-hmm. himself a nice little Roddick Foxa esque contract or Rupe Hints esque contract? So that's just a lot of money. I, I am not on the bandwagon of fuck John Klingberg. Like, for some reason, so many Stars Dude, fans seem to be. It is wild. It is the, the dumbest. Klingberg crowd. It is the dumbest argument you can pay, possibly make. We've talked about it before. Yes, he, he, he gives the puck away sometimes. He's also one of the top offensive defensemen in a league where it's turning into more offensive defensemen. And so... Make it make sense is basically what I'm trying to say. I, I really feel like Klingberg is just the scapegoat for when this team doesn't succeed. They find a way to blame it on John Klingberg. If we would have lost tonight, they would have found a way 
to say that was John Klingberg's fault, even well, because though he it was. wasn't even on. Yeah, yeah. Because so it was because hurt, he wasn't on the ice. If he so. wouldn't have taken that elbow illegally to the face on the uh, on the season opener, then yeah, yeah, exactly. So you just you don't want to end up in a situation though where like you're paying all these players, but then you have nobody else to play around them or to pay to play around them. You know. Yeah. You're just going to be signing a bunch of fucking rookies or a bunch of, uh, oh shit, I can't even think of a good example off the top of my head, but just, you're going to just a bunch of bottom six skaters for the rest of everything. And you, you don't want that. No. And I feel like we've, you know, I, I don't want to sound too repetitive, but this team has a very unique situation in where they are built for now, but they're also built for the future. Obviously, this they're extremely young. They're not, but they are. Right. By age, the starting lineup that we have is the oldest in the NHL. But I feel like what they've done, the front office of the Stars in the last couple of years, is stock up so much young talent and sign the right guys to a long-term deal outside of, personally, I think, Jamie Benn. And they've made it to where the window will close for maybe a couple of seasons, one or two seasons. But then all of those young guys, Harley, Stankoven, Peterson's a guy who's up now, Oscar Bach, those guys are going to eventually crack the lineup and you're going to be restocked. What concerns me is all those young guys are going to come up and Jim Nill's going to call it quits, retire, or move elsewhere. Uh, Jim Nill is not the fall guy. Without Jim Nill, we don't have these mainstays in the organization and we don't have the plethora of youth behind them. So it's, that's where I'm at. One thing I want to – I kind of want to make a counter argument about Jim Nill. Not arguing with his draft decisions or outside of the, what, 2016 draft. Whichever one Val Nichushkin was in <laughs> where those people played like a combined 80 games for mm-hmm. the Stars. Mm-hmm. And all of them are Valentushkin. Outside of that, which sometimes you win, sometimes you lose. That's how it goes. At what point do we start to raise the alarm on the coaching decisions from Jim Nil? Because ultimately, he is responsible for bringing in the relevant coaches, right? And I'm not... Let me be perfectly clear. I am not fully on the fire bonus bandwagon yet, like I was a couple years ago. I am firmly on the fire Laxdahl bandwagon mm-hmm. because our power play and our PK is absolute dog shit. Yeah, especially it's kind of sucks ass right now. And it's been dog shit for over three years now, probably, which is points to an institutional issue. That's neither here nor there. My problem is, at what point do we realize whatever offensive, defensive philosophy that's being coached does not work? Because I've, I didn't watch Saturday, but I watched a lot of Sunday. I watched all of tonight. I watched all of Thursday. And the amount of dump and chase that has been going on since 2019 it doesn't work everybody is too fast relative to how fast we are there's too much age in our forwards they don't have the speed to dump in chase it and set up any sort of coherent offensive zone it doesn't work and for whatever reason we haven't done anything different there's just no creativity whatsoever and Fink, I was texting with you about this a little bit earlier, so this is ad nauseum for you probably, but it just doesn't make sense to me. I think you're right. And you watch tonight, and I see I see the Penguins dropping off right at the blue line. They have their left wing circling all the way around to the right. They have right wing circling all the way around to the left to pick up a dropped off puck. The front of the defensive zone is scrambling, trying to figure out where do we go momentarily but when you're entering the zone momentarily is enough to get set up and we don't do any of that we have a guy in center we'll drop it off right or left wing either dump it in from the wing or we'll try and carry it in 
one-on-one with no clear opening whatsoever. It gets pickpocketed or cleared easily and back on the defensive, which is supposedly our strong suit. Whether that's the case, I don't know. That's just what I've seen so far, and it's frustrating. And that was a long rant. I'm sorry. No, it's certainly frustrating. Uh, you know, one of the things that this team was was kind of boasting about, or or uh, you know, analysts were boasting about, was how talented that power play was supposed to be. And Roddick Foxa has the lone goal of all power plays. I think there. What would you say? One for ten. One for ten in four that games. Sounds about right. Uh, so. It's it's certainly uh, it's certainly concerning. I don't know, and that's actually a question I was going to ask you guys. So, at what point in the season do we start to see Bone Seat get hot? Are we are we saying five hundred halfway through, or or is there a certain point where you say, okay, a coaching decision is definitely going to need to be made? See, I don't. I don't necessarily. I'm. I'm going to play devil's advocate here. Not necessarily. I'm going to play the opposition here. I'm not anywhere near the firebones question or field yet, because you can't blame him much for last year. Mm-hmm. I mean, we played that ridiculous schedule the year before. You can't really blame anybody for that. That was just there was nothing to blame it for anybody there. True. Just here now, we're finally getting into a position where we're into regular hockey now, for all yep. intents and purposes. COVID no longer exists other than the fact that anybody can go out at any moment for for it. And we could possibly, I don't think we'll get shut down or whatever anytime soon. Yeah. I think they've got some pretty solid protocols in place to, to keep the season moving along fine. I guess what I'm getting at is you've got to give them to at least the all-star break here. Let's, let's, uh, let's get through a lot of this hockey season first before we start jumping on this bandwagon again. I, I like that. We need we need the calm words. We need the philosophical calm words of, of Jason. I like I like this debate format we have going here a little bit though, and I have <laughs> we to can say, go uh, around the horn or uh, PTI. <laughs> I don't think we have enough yelling for yeah. around the horn or PTI. Yeah, yeah, I'm too tired. But I do have to say, how many realistically, how many games can we win scoring two goals a game? I know that Braden Holtby has been doing well, and Hudobin has been, I don't want to say, it's small sample size for him, but in the past, last season, overuse wears him down pretty clearly, I think. But how, in the grand scheme of things, if you're scoring two goals a game, you're going to go, what, probably, let's say a 40-game sample size I'd say probably 16 and 24 maybe because everybody else can score that much easier and you can't you can't ask your goaltenders to be perfect every single game and a sub 2 goals against for a goalie is pretty damn good. And I'm not saying Holtby and Hudobin aren't capable of it, but it is a tall order. That's just my thoughts. I mean, at the end of the day, the goaltending is kind of was brought in to supplement the, the lack of goal scoring. Like, okay, if we're not going to score goals, we sure as hell better make sure we can stop them. And so as long as you're scoring one more goal than the, the opponent, you're winning games. And at the end of the day, it's not necessarily the goals for or goals against that matter. It's the points that matter. But when you get to the playoffs, <laughs> I, I really enjoy this back and forth. When you get to the playoffs – and you face the teams that are scoring three and a half goals a game and you need perfection and your team is created to only allow two, how far can you get? Can you reach the cup? I guess we'll find out in a couple months, man, because because <laughs> yeah. if it's if you're gonna get them if you're gonna get people into the playoffs, if this is the if this is the format that we're going, we're gonna go for we're gonna go for I mean, because the hell, they're still not taking a lot of shots. This team seems to be taking quality shots versus quantity of shots sure you could put a 60 shots on net a night and convert them at like a you know get two or three goals a game you know you know shooting i don't know whatever the math is there you know three out of 60 yeah exactly (laughs) if if you're going to be converting at such a low rate you know 
what's the point then? Get the quality looks, which it seems like they're trying to do. Like the, I mean, maybe tonight uh, specifically, for example, uh, we had the, we had basically we were on the two on one. We talked about this. We we're on the two on one. There was an extra pass there. I think it was that extra pass that didn't need to happen. They should have just. It was a one two, and then they should have just taken it there. You know, you already had the goalie beat, and then you went back to the side that he was already down on. So it just it didn't make mm-hmm. sense to take that extra pass because then now you're asking your skater who's already not antis- not necessarily anticipating that shot to go higher when it takes just that slight effort to make it go higher. You know, anybody could just yeah. put puck on if you can beat the goalie down low, but it's going to take that little extra effort. And if you're not necessarily anticipating that extra pass, you know, you're not going to get it. Man, I mean, val- it's those are some valid points. Yeah, it's. It's all, it's all, I don't want to be one of the overreaction kind of shows. Uh, that's, that's, I pride that's myself as a, about here. I pride myself as a man of faith. Uh, <laughs> as Nick Cassianos. into left field. Yeah. <laughs> goes deep. Into left field. <laughs> but I will say that there, there are, there are definitely uh, reasons to have small concerns uh, with a very small sample, uh, you know, of this season. But, Let's 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 jump into one more topic before we call this one a wrap, uh, and that is that the Jamie Ben Fight Club has officially made its return. And yes, while Jamie Ben has been somewhat silent to no one's surprise on the stat sheet, he uh, engaged in fisticuffs. On well, let, let me let me rewind it. Uh, I believe it was the season opener on Thursday. There was a bit of a kerfuffle in front of the uh, in the in front of the benches, and uh, of course Ryan Reeves was involved, but it wasn't Ryan Reeves on the hit. That being said, bitch ass Ryan Reeves, Jamie Ben the Rangers. I, I, I nothing the Rangers. They they are so. This is a whole different topic. I will just say this. They bolstered a lineup to play against the Capitals, and they're going to get mopped by the Capitals. That's all I'm saying. I hate them because they have Ryan Reeves for no other yes. reason. Yeah, yeah. No, and I, I completely agree. But Ryan Reeves has not gotten in a single fight. Uh, the guy is worthless. He's not a talented hockey player. He's 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 a goon. He is, the, he is a modern-day goon. Might as well be wearing 69 out there. Nice. Uh, but... Bring it back, Jeffrey. One redeeming quality, at least. If you do Jamie that. Ben, right? Nice. His helmet pops off in the uh, kerfuffle, the disagreement, the uh, nonchalant argument in front of the Skirmish. bench. The man had murder eyes. He I, sure I did. will, I will say, I will say, and this is something I can't remember who said it, but there, there have been rumblings that have been that have been going around that Jamie Ben is leaner and bigger than he has been in previous seasons. Uh, anyway, fast forward to Sunday, engages in fisticuffs, drives Razor for an absolute roller coaster as he does whenever he gets into a fight. You know, he was not afraid to throw rights and lefts. Uh, and I, I just, I feel like we're on the cusp of seeing a little bit of an old school Jamie Ben. He's got the hair grown out. I, I know that we we remember fondly the the buckets off respect fight between him and Joe Thornton when Joe Thornton was with the Sharks where you know Jamie Ben was was still really kind of coming into his own in the league but I don't know if you guys have seen the same look when he flipped his hair up I questioned a lot of things that day and I was scared <laughs> for myself in multiple ways but uh, are we seeing the return of of Jamie Ben Fight Club Fuck, I, I hope so yeah, I was gonna say, oh, I really hope so. I mean, it's you know, I know they're trying to clean up the game of hockey a little bit, but fighting is, for all intents and purposes, it gets your team into the game a little bit more. You know, as long as you're winning the fights, of course. But I mean, yeah, if we find ourselves in a situation where we give up a quick two goals in the first like ten minutes of a game, and we just seem like we're just skating like shit for the rest of that period, I need to see somebody kicking somebody's ass at the beginning of the second period to get this fucking game going. And then hopefully get a quick two and then tie this bad boy up and then let's go. There's a reason in, in 2K when you double tap Y to instigate the fight and you yep. win that fight, everybody's energy levels go up. The crowd goes up and everybody enjoys it. Stamina stamina bar is recharged because yep. everybody's hyped up. 
And I will say I do love seeing Jamie. I th- correct me if I don't remember quite who he was responding to. Um, let me start that over. You name it. I mean, he responded to him though. Yeah, that's, it, that's but the kind of player he he is, and it's not like it's not like Sagan's getting picked on or one of the big names getting picked on. It's like Tanner Caro's taking cheap shots after the whistle. It's like Jason Robertson's getting cross-checked in front of the goalie, kind of like a love tap. And Jamie Benn is right there, and he's getting pissed off. He did the same thing with Ty Delandria last year when Ty Delandria was being a shithead. Right. Complain all you want about his production on the ice, but as a captain standing up for his teammates, regardless of their standing within the league, he is unmatched in that quality. It doesn't matter who you are, if it's your first game or it's your thousandth game. If somebody is going after you for what he perceives to be an unwarranted reason, or even if it's warranted and he just felt it was a little too much, he's going to be there. And that's one of the reasons that I absolutely hate the people. I, I don't hate the people. I hate the argument that... We need to strip the C for whatever reason. I see that a lot online, and I think it's just fucking stupid. Yeah, I mean, I mean sense. it's there's a, it, there's a reason he wears back. a C though too. Yeah, exactly, and it's it's stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I, I I I hate to go back, and I don't want to ever talk poorly of of the hometown fans, but these past couple of seasons have been trying to say the least for everybody. Uh, but man, I just. I don't know. It's really frustrating because a lot of these people that follow the stars and, and talk about being, you know, the lifelong fans, they're the first ones to jump ship and, and say fire everybody. And it's just it's it's frustrating because you just need you just got to have a little bit of faith. So that's all I'll say is, is you know, maybe maybe with the, the football team in Dallas playing well right now and having a decent record. It will cause them to do otherwise. But I've already seen people talk about this slow start for the stars. And I get it. But my God, find something else to complain about. We've got live hockey, full arenas, full send. We've got Jamie Ben throwing hands. Like, find something to be happy about. That's all I'll say. There's a lot of sass. There's a lot of sass in this episode. And uh, I think we've, 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 covered, we've covered quite a bit today. Um, I know this was this is not this is not one of our normal episodes. I know we're we're more storytellers, we're more uh, entertainers. Uh, but this was say, this was pretty much just straight hockey. This was straight hockey. We we just spoke facts today. So uh, I will say too, now that hockey is back, we might see the return of an old segment. We might see the razorism of the week again. You know, we're going to start collecting samples. He's chattering again. Uh, we have the technology. Technology, we can rebuild it. Yeah, I was gonna say we did find a way. Like, uh, didn't we get a razorism for? No, wait, it wasn't last week. I think I sent you guys one. Possibly. Yeah, you've got one recorded. So I think we're gonna start collecting and we're gonna start stockpiling uh, because we thought there was a lot more available, and we've come to find out that uh, when you create a podcast that you plan on doing for well over a year, uh, you can you can roll through them pretty quick. Yeah, and honestly, if you guys hear them throughout the games, not necessarily uh, Fink and Patrick here, but if you've, you guys hear them kind of quickly in the games, just add us really quick, or if you think that'd be a, something we could talk about, add yeah. us, and then we can record that audio. And Because, uh, yeah, like like you said, we, you have, that techno- we have that technology. So, we yeah, build. yeah we, can, sure. we can make this happen. Well, uh, as always, want to say thanks to the French Fries. For, for tuning in, for listening uh, week after week. Uh, last time we talked nothing but the stars with no guests. Uh, turned out to be one of our most listened to episodes. So we'll see how this does. We'll follow up and uh, we'll touch base next week. But uh, that's all I've got from my end. So kick it over to you guys if you got anything left. Uh, otherwise, we can call this one a wrap. Stay sassy. That's all I got to say. Love the, love the We may get a full sassy synopsis next week. Depending on how the next few games go. That's fair. That's fair. And it won't be directed at Sinclair Broadcasting. Love that. I mean, we could do a Sinclair Broadcasting segment. 
I don't think we. I don't think people want to hear that. Yeah. Anyways, boys, I'll, you guys I'll cut that out. <laughs> <laughs> Stay moist, everybody. Stay moist. Uh, and last but certainly not least, uh, it is back. It is so back. But don't, for any reason, ever forget your permit tattoos.